But it sound, you sound very cool right It now. sounded like when I was going, okay, okay, it sounded cool. Oh, nice. Because I had kind of a percussive thing. All right. Well, but, we've never been cool on the show, so you. let's not start now. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. I'm Ian Boothby. And this week on the show, uh, self-sabotage and uh, depression. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so uh, uh, let's, do you want to, do you want to start with that? Yeah, I would like to start with that. All actually. right, go ahead. Uh, well, let's, let's start with, ha- let's start with a happier place. All right. We did a signing last night. Mm-hmm. I did half a signing last night. You did a full signing. No, uh, oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, we you were did. over at uh, Kids Books for uh, the mm-hmm. launch of uh, Sparks. Nina was there. Yeah, it came Third out Dragon. the week before, uh, and uh, there's a little bit of good news on that. Uh, that we're uh, apparently the number three uh, Canadian kids book in our uh, in our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I forget the top one, but it's very good. It's one of the Canada Reads books. That's that's quite good. It's like the Marrow something. Mm. Uh, you look it up. The Marrow of Simpleton. That's that's right. It was written XTC by XTC. Yeah. Absolutely. And the second one is uh, the I'll Love You Forever book by Robert Munch. That book people, is a classic. Which people buy uh, to every time someone has a baby. So unless babies uh, stop being born, mm-hmm. we'll never surpass that. Yeah. So we're number three, uh, which is bronze, which, as I say, is, is a Canadian gold. We're used to that. Yeah, absolutely fine. So Nothing wrong for, with that. Tie for third That was place. a delightful surprise. The book's only been out for a week, and so mm-hmm. that that was really, really nice. So we yeah. did the launch at Kids Books, which is a local Vancouver bookstore. That's yeah, it's just a very a good bookstore. Great, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. a really great bookstore. You've been yeah. there for Harry Potter. They did fantastic uh, Harry Potter release parties mm-hmm. when the girls were younger. And uh, we went, they, I guess they did three of them, the three last books. Um, as they came out, they, they did these great things. Right, so that was the Green Goblet. Uh, of flames, the, I were, right? That's right. Green uh, Goblin and Green Goblin and of uh, f- flames. That's right. Uh, uh, here's your Horcrux. What's your hurry? That was the that <laughs> was the other one. That's the other one, yes. And the uh, final one. What was the third one? Yeah. Uh, uh, 50, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Fifty Shades of Element. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, and the uh, you know what the one of them is a blur to me. I do not remember. Fifty Shades of all. Gryffindor. Oh, there you are. There. Thank you. Edit it so that that sounded like what I said. <laughs> sure, I'll we'll put that right in there. Get this tight. <laughs> here's your hurry. Don't slam the Gryffindor on your way out. Um, did I say here's your hurry? This is not going to be a good show already. I could. You tell. really basilisked it up. I really, I really did. So, um, what was I going to say? I was talking about you were something. You're talking about when uh, the oh, girls yeah. were young. Yeah, they used to do these great Harry Potter things. Like they would, and the one I remember the most was uh, in the back of the store. There's a parking parking area. Okay. I assume for staff, but perhaps for customers. I don't know. It I, was nighttime. I parked out front like a chump. Yeah, I didn't read the signage. Um, and uh, what they did was they they had like um, all these booths set up with tellers, like you're at the you're at um, Gringotts Bank. Oh, okay. And then they had everyone was like everyone was wearing like I don't think everyone was wearing masks, but there was one guy who was wearing like he was dressed up like a go- like a goblin, and he was sort of like the the big kind of. You Are know, you sure was, that was a mask? He was the he hype didn't man. Just look like that. He this might was have been his night to shine. I, I don't want to judge him. Maybe <laughs> okay. this was his one chance. I, you know, for sure. Yeah, he, maybe he was born a goblin, and uh, he was like the hype guy. He was just like you know you want to get a book, and when midnight came, you know they had the countdown and stuff like that, and they opened up this big. In quotation marks, vault. Okay. But it looked like a bank vault kind of thing. You know, they opened it up and then the books were in there and then they handed them out. And there were hardcovers 
and you had to like pre-register for for this right and they all had little um embossed stickers on it that looked like a little metal that you know said this was you know you got this from kids books at this date and oh, blah, nice blah, blah. it was pretty cool and so uh yeah the kids would dress up for it um famously my uh, nephew jamie was going to come and he was kind of like well, i don't I don't have a costume, and so Lisa just got a, a coat from downstairs that fit him. So he looked like a big overcoat sort of thing. And then took two big black wigs, slapped one on his head and one on his face, and he was haggard. Oh, nice one. There you go. Get out the door. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was Stand a lot of fun. Stand next to a small child, and you'll look like a giant. Mm-hmm. The last one, though, was kind of too big for its own britches. They did it at a park near here. Um, I can't remember what park it is. All right. Van Dusen Gardens. Oh, wow, that is big. It is a big park. That's not even a park. That's a garden. That's an enormous thing. It's yes. a big thing. And so so it wasn't like enclosed. And so there was a lot of space to wander around. It didn't really get a feeling of excitement because right. you weren't you weren't all packed together in a parking Don't lot behind energy, a store. Don't have that energy, that combined energy. Yeah. Uh, but Mary uh, dressed as Luna Lovegood for that. She had r- actual oh, radish earrings and a, cor- a cork necklace. Did she make her own radish earrings? We did make the radish earrings. Oh, that's fantastic. And we made a cork. We went to a, a winery near our, our house and we... We got some corks and made a cork necklace. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. So um, was it was it kind of neat for you being there at that and, and doing your own I'll signing? I'll tell you what. I never went in the store. Oh, you didn't go in the store? No, because it was always out in the back of the store. Like it was like and you never went thing. in the store just as to go into the store? I maybe got in there once, but I don't really remember it very well. Oh, okay. But yeah, I didn't really connect those great experiences to walking into the kids' books. Because by the time, well, I guess they were still kids bookable like they could still read kids but i don't know anyway let's not talk about that let's talk about how great that store is what a store <laughs> i loved it the first time i went in there oh what a what a selection they have it's amazing all the books they have there i agree it almost sounds like you're being fake with that but it's was it being real are you being sincere i was being a little fake because i was trying to like rebound from my my gaffe of, of putting down a place that just welcomed <laughs> us welcomed us because i'm going to sincerely say that i do so think nice, it is a really so good nicely. store like i went in mm. and i thought oh this will be fine and i yeah. what i expected when i went into the store because i saw a couple of the books that were in the window and they were kind of like uh books on how to make uh, gumball machines and you you know it's a lot of things like you know make your own slime and i went oh it's okay. one of these kind yeah, of bookstores yeah. and that's fine but then <laughs> wait, I, wait, wait a second Wait a second. You know what it is? It's let like me a, take, let me step back here. Okay. Those kind of bookstores. Those Are there of, bookstores that specialize in books about how to make slime? Yeah, they're almost oh. like toy stores, but they've got books. But they're books I that see. aren't to be read. They're okay. books that have things in them that you'll assemble, mm. or they're not really to tell you a story. Okay, so like right? a science store. A little bit, yeah, yeah, something like that. But more, you know, the, these are uh, books you get as gift gifts for kids. Sure. And they're kind of like a present, but also mm. a book. Or maybe a kid doesn't like a book, but they'll like this because you get also, gum with it. And also a punishment. <laughs> I would not say that. Uh, but one thing that uh, I really liked was in the center of the uh, store, they just had book books, just mm. like books for anybody. And I was yeah. like, yeah. you." So so it felt like if you're a kid, you come in here, you start off with these books. They're very young books. Move your way up, mm-hmm. young adult. And mm-hmm. then like, hey, still, we're going to lead you yeah. to, to sure. this uh, literature as well. You, there was you, always something fun to buy there. I would I would buy books from there quite quite often. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we went, and uh, Nina and I had no idea what we were going to do. Mm. Uh, we thought we were just doing a signing. Yeah. Uh, they thought we were doing a reading. I don't know what that would have been like. Uh, but they'd set up <laughs> a whole bunch of little chairs and then bigger chairs and, yeah. and stuff. And I went like, oh, this looks like we're supposed to do something. Mm. Mm, not really sure. But we we're supposed to get there a half hour early. So Nina and I got we there. We were. What's that? I didn't know. I didn't get this. You didn't no. get the 6.30 uh, uh, call time on no, this? No, I did not. Yeah, for the 7 o'clock thing? It's it's absolutely fine because like sorry. if you got there at seven, you would have been like, 
hachi tachi would been fine. But but we went, we got in there at like six thirty, completely hachi tachi, and uh, put our coats behind the thing. Sure. And then there was people at the door. They're and still they, there. What the coats or the yeah, people? The coats. Okay, because if the people were still there, we should go tell them that it was <laughs> yesterday. Leave, no, you can leave. Uh, but they were wanting like, can we come in? And I went, I don't run the store. And the people who ran the store went, yeah. So they came in. <laughs> so we're all around. So it's like, should we should we start signing some stuff? Yeah. So we we started signing like uh, about uh, twenty minutes early. Wow. So we started like, okay, let's go. And then it was a considerable lineup of people <clears throat> w- way before the store, the thing was supposed to be happening. Sure. So yeah. that was that was kind of neat. Then, uh, and we were worried about you. You were sending us messages yes. uh, saying, uh, I'm apathetic to this whole situation. <laughs> uh, I do not care for books. I cannot walk into a store. I used to steal from there. And a lot of these kind of things. And I went like, these are all excuses. This is really, yeah. I'm really, it, it was really. Um Make himself look bad and also possibly bring myself up for criminal charges. Mm, maybe. Not very wise. But what, what, was, really terrible go- what was really going on? Well, here's where I said self-sabotage. Okay. Because I started thinking about it today and I was like, did I subconsciously try to prove my mom right by making myself a disaster? Um, because, we just, you know, I wanted to go in with, with Elisa and, uh, and Mary. Yes. Uh, Eve couldn't come in right with us because she was volunteering, although she's not a teen anymore, so I guess she can't do that. She was volunteering at the hospital. She was volunteering. Volunteering at the hospital. And so she was going to drive in herself. Okay. And we were going to be there before her because she would be done at 6.30 and we were leaving earlier than that. Sure. (laughs) Anyhow, so so I decided, instead of leaving from work right away, I decided I would drive home and got home, had a shower, got dressed. We left the house at 6.00. Plenty of time to get into town. Sure, for I mean, seven. Not, yeah, n- not. I mean, we wouldn't have been there at six thirty. Obviously, I didn't. No, that's I never. Fine. I, to be honest, I and, did not get this. And call honestly, time. there's no, uh, there's no need for you to have been there at six thirty. Mm. It was just basically me and Nina going into touch base about, hey, how you going? Everything all right? Yeah. Everything on yeah. board? We'd sit down. Yeah. So you could just like slide in at seven, and it would have been fine. So we. And here's the thing: when I go on the freeway in the morning, when I go to work, mm-hmm. I always check my my uh, Google Maps app. To see where the where the traffic situation is, because uh, oh, quite often there's an accident or two or three or even more on the freeway in the morning, because people like to drive directly behind each other with maybe a foot between cars or six inches somewhere in there. That seems perfectly safe to people. And then when traffic stops and they're all smashing into each other, they're like, "What happened?" <laughs> so so I always check in the morning, and and usually I'll and usually I end up making detours uh, because my apps or my map app says to do so. Hey everyone, here's your chance. Take a drink. I know you're thirsty. You've been waiting all this time. Yeah. He said, "I'm not going to take a drink." Do a tribute to Dave. Take a drink of water because he's uh, not having sugar until uh, Easter because of uh, yeah. Lent. Yeah. And if you want to do a tribute to anyone else, drink whatever you want. But yes, uh, tribute to Dave is a little bit a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. The bitterest drink there is. <laughs> the least the angriest. The least satisfying. Flavorless. Well, the fl- I think it has a f- flavor of dust. Okay. Water. Well, dust is mostly dead people, from what mm. I hear. So mm. is the is the taste. And so of the is dead. water, by the way. Dead things. Okay. Um. So uh, I didn't check my didn't check my app, which I have been thinking about ever since. Mm-hmm. Particularly while I was sitting, because what happened was we got to the freeway, and I looked down. Like I looked, we were going over the overpass, and I looked along the freeway, and I'm like, well, it's busy, but it always is busy at this time of day because right. people are going home, but it doesn't look horrible. So I said, okay, let's turn and go on the freeway. So we turned and went on the freeway. And then we went about a kilometer. And then it came to an absolute stop. 
and did not move for another hour. Oof. And I just sat there. We slowly crept. But it's so depressing because, you know, when you're driving, normally you're driving, you're just like, zoom, and you go past, you know, you get on at 264th. And the problem with, our, with the freeway is you get them at 264th. And so just so people can imagine, the way that our road system is, when it was done pre-metric, so every, every eight blocks is a mile. So for instance, if you drove from 216th to 224th, you've driven a mile, I believe. So 264th to 248th, whatever that is, what is that? Eight, a, a couple of miles, right? Sure, that's good math. You zip along. A normal day, you just zip. You're just like, vroom. Like in a couple of minutes, you go past 248th, which you can't turn off at. You can just drive under it. It's an overpass. No way off. And then you round and you go past 232nd. And you're like, oh, I've driven a few kilometers or miles or whatever. Heading on my way. That's, a, you know, five minutes driving. So last night, we were sitting in traffic, you know, and so like you're in traffic for half an hour. And it's, it's so agonizing, of course, because the whole time you're thinking, oh, I wish I'd checked my, my Google Maps app. Well, I better let them know that I'm late because we're not going to make it. Oh, boy, this is terrible. And then you come up to 248th and you're like, oh, my God, we're only at 248th. Oh, my God, how long? And then, you know, you just keep on going. You just creep along and you're like, oh, man. And then I was like thinking in terms of time, I was like, because my phone was saying an hour and 13 minutes. And I was looking at the clock in the car and I was like, okay, well, I'm there an hour and 13 minutes. I'm basically going to be there at 815 like, there's no, no point going. Like, I might as well just turn around when I get to 232nd and go back home. Disagree, but okay, continue. Well, there's just no point showing up for 15 minutes. Like, it's just insane. Sure there is. Okay. See people. Say hi. So, well, by this point, I was just, like, so depressed. Yeah. That you're just like, because this is the thing. You, and I'm sure you'll, you, you'll, you understand, or anyone else who's done something creative understands, you've done all this work, mm -hmm. and now it's time for a little payback. You know, like. So little people are going to look at it and gonna say, great job, love the coloring, love what you're doing. Or little kids are going to come up and say, so excited to read this. Or mm -hmm. they're going to see that they're so excited to read it. That's how we're a little bit different. Here's what I think. I think I've done a lot of work and then we're doing the signing. Here comes some more work. That's what oh, okay. I think. Okay, well, yeah. I haven't done it to the point where I'm jaded, obviously. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I don't know if it's jaded. It's just it feels like it's... I'm still, I'm oh, still, yeah. I've got to be very on mm. for this. I got to make sure everyone here has a good time. I feel like I'm a host yeah. of a party. Mm. And so it's not like the host of the party goes, What a relaxing party. I'm going to enjoy this. It's like, Is everything okay? Is everything okay? And so, I yeah, guess. I was, my main concern with you was, I was like, Oh, I just hope Dave doesn't uh, rush the last bit uh, and take any crazy risks driving <laughs> too fast. That was my only concern. Oh, it was last a, would have been impossible. It was very rainy, and I was just worried. Oh, I about, know. It was just about that at the end. It was crazy. We were driving along, and we passed an arc. Our <laughs> car. Uh, but well, what, what was lucky though was that just as we were like maybe a half an hour still away from the accident scene, where I, what I figured where the accident scene was, yeah. uh, they cleared it, and then the traffic started to move. Mm. And that was a lucky break for us that we actually didn't have to wait that extra half an hour. And we went as quickly as we slowly could through yeah. pouring rain. You know, practically, yeah. it was not, there weren't like poor visibility. It was poor invisibility driving conditions. You couldn't see anything. You couldn't, all you could see were taillights. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy see, that like, we dedicate the next book to. <laughs> you couldn't see like lions on the road. Yeah. You couldn't see anything. So we drove and it got better as we got closer to Vancouver. And then, and then we were really lucky once we got into Vancouver. We had sort of the opposite effect because usually what happens is when you're driving into Vancouver, let's say from my from usually from when I leave work to when I get here, I leave work at five. I get here around ten ten to uh, ten to six. I leave work at five. I drive on the freeway. I am at I'm in Vancouver by twenty after five. 
And then it takes me a full 30 minutes to get across Vancouver because of all the lights and traffic, et cetera. So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, well, this is the easy part. Like we, you know, the easy part was the terrible part. And now we're going to hit the other terrible part, which is driving through Vancouver. But luckily, uh, the road was like practically empty. And we just like zoomed along into Vancouver and got there like record time. I was really, really lucky. Oh, that's good. So yeah, I was quite happy that we got when, like I know that I we know, got there when we did. I'll so. tell uh, I'll tell folks like uh, now I'll just carry a different part of the story. So so we're uh, we do our little signing signing, and then mm-hmm. they uh, come up to us and go like, "Well, we're ready for your talk." Yeah. Oh, so like you could each do fifteen minutes. Oh, like each. That's a weird thing they keep doing with like me and Nina. Yeah. All these different people is like uh, trying to separate us, and I'm mm. like, no, we got to do this together. What do you? Yeah. Se- why would you? That makes no sense to me. So well, we're you're the go, writer. What's that? You're I'm the a writer, writer on that, and she's the she's illustrator on illustrator, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so why not have us do this together? But I guess they're just not used to mm-hmm. this. By the way, this is the thing about like when I said we were like the number three book. Uh, we're the only comic book on the list at all. Okay. So I think like a lot of times when there's what I've sort of been getting, especially in Canada, is they're not used to how a comic book works, mm. right? Yeah. So they expect, you know, the uh, the uh, the author to come and go, oh, I did this and I did this and I did this. And then later on, they'll bring the illustrator and go like, well, I was inspired by the writing to do my drawings of <laughs> such things in the cover of what? And it's like, no, 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 no. This is a gym jam. We work on this together. <laughs> yeah. So we go up. And uh, we asked for an easel because I thought like, oh, we can get kids to draw stuff. But the easel was too high mm. for that. And it was like, oh, we got to figure something out. Yeah. Uh, so like, all right, I'm going to make this as interactive as possible mm-hmm. and, and give stuff away. Yeah. But because I couldn't give away books, I was like, all right. So the first thing first thing I did was I said like, uh, so who who likes animals here? Good. Okay. Well, we, we got this book's about a dog. And so I said, what's your favorite type of dog? And someone went, golden retriever. Like, that's great. Nina, draw a golden retriever. <laughs> and said, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. So she started to draw one, and then it went like, in your style. And she went, in my style? <laughs> oh, and yeah, that really tricky thing of try and draw in a Nina Matsumoto style. Yeah. I really threw her with that one. Sure, uh, sure. But then she was like, okay, she remembered what her style was. And she drew it in her style, and people were, you know, interested. Because people like watching people draw. Oh, of course. Like, I remember when I was a kid watching a documentary about Charles Schultz and watching him draw mm. Charlie Brown. It was just fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah, she drew that. And then we gave the uh, drawing to the to the kid who uh, said uh, Golden Retriever. And they were mm. thrilled. And was like, okay. So they'll all, I'll be able to talk a little bit. And then we'll set up a drawing of the characters or something. And then we'll go back and forth. And so, yeah. Told the little stories about the the real Charlie, which is was my cat in real August. And how it tied into the book. And Nina would draw it. And she'd... Uh, be mad at me as she normally is for making her draw and bossing her around and so we had a little banter back and forth about that and then we finally got to near the end of everything uh guess who walks in you (laughs) and everyone had been asking about you obviously they were like well where's dave how's dave doing what's going with dave Uh, can i get this colored and it's like yeah you will if dave shows up dave will show up and then you came in and the nice thing is the doors have this automatic opening function yeah so when you open it a little bit it just opens magically Mm -hmm. and so you walked in out of the rain like a glistening god (laughs) and this room full of people which was a nice crowd nice nice crowd crowd. they all just went Yay! Yeah, and they all just cheered, and it was like, "Boy, that's uh, that's a way to enter a room." 
I entered funny. like early, like a chump. I should <laughs> I should have done a Dave entrance, like hello. <laughs> you got some applause. Everyone was so happy was to nice. see you. It was Came nice. up. We we drew the last drawing, which was a drawing I drew. Everyone went, oh, that's a terrible drawing. No, they did not. Uh, you, you made it. You made a good good fun gag about it. Yeah, it I, I drew it uh, crazy bananas, and then yeah. we went over and uh, we signed a bunch of books, and you colored a bunch of uh, books. Yeah, and everyone was uh, on board with that, and it was it was very very fun. It was a lot of fun. I was I really enjoyed it. Uh, neither Nina nor I got any of the snacks. No, much nor, to nor our I. chagrin. Nor I. Didn't yeah. look like a nice table. Uh, there was a picture done by Nathan Evans. Thank you, Nathan, for coming down and taking pictures mm-hmm. for us. And uh, it looked like a very nice spread that we did not get any Not of. all. Not at all. Because pretty much... By the I, time we were done, mm-hmm. it was all just covered in our stupid books. Yeah. Like, I felt bad because I walked in and I could see people that I knew. And I was all like, oh, I want to say hi to people. And the next thing I know, it's like, no, you got to go to the table and start... <laughs> so then you're like hustled off and, you know, so... So anyone who was there... I wanted to say hi and to get a chance. I'm sorry that uh, yeah, we had some I was hustled show, off. Show up, which was yeah, that nice. was really nice. Thank you for coming down. And uh, there's some 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 sneakers wrote some complaints that I wasn't there. <laughs> I, I apologize. I apologize. It's just my you know I I blame Dave. Well, bring your books to the next thing that we do, our next live thing, and mm-hmm. Dave will uh, color sure. in whatever sure. you uh, we'll would bring. like him to. Yep, our our. Friend of the show, uh, David M. was there. Yes, and left very before nice I could show up because he I had to leave. He had to go. Uh, Nina was uh, Nina like seeing him like hey never got to. It's <laughs> like all these people who di- had never met each other before. That's right. Nina has never been at a live live show. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Heather uh, Gilbraith I saw today, mm. and she was going. Oh, it was nice to actually talk to Nina. I'd only seen her you know briefly at certain things. Yeah, I was able to say hi. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, you guys should definitely talk and mm-hmm. say and say hi. And it was. Uh, I'd been on uh, Victor Lucas's show, The Electric Playground, earlier that day. Yeah. So I was able to introduce him to our friends David and Allison, which was yeah. like, a, it was just nice mm-hmm. getting people to meet people. Well, let's just, let's just say that, because if anyone wants to see Ian interviewed uh, about Sparks, just look up Electric Playground. Yeah, on, Elect, uh, Elect Play. Uh, on, Elect Play uh, on, yeah. you, on YouTube. Yeah. And you'll find uh, Ian there yakking his head off. Mm-hmm. Talking someone's ear off, and that was a real treat because I, uh, I, I really liked. Uh, it's a, it's a web series now. It was a TV mm-hmm. show, yep. uh, and uh, and I liked both the web series and the TV yep. show. So I, I mean, it's something I regularly watch. So it was a bit of a kick to be asked mm-hmm. to go and be on the thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm on the set. And there's a little bit of me, like a couple of times I mentioned, like, this could be a dream. Technically, it's possible this is a dream. Yeah. Because it's very weird that I'm here right now. And uh, one of the one of the fun things too was I, I went there with with my wife Pia and my sister in law Vicky, and they were sitting and watching. Pia didn't want to be on on the show; she's a little mediated out right now. Yeah. Um, but it was International Women's Day, so uh, Vic put all these action figures of female characters uh, on the on the table that we were that we were at, and uh, it was just it was just funny him talking about international women. And it was good because he like you know talked about his wife and his mother and people women in his life that mm-hmm. did all these amazing things. But, you know, I then referred later to, like, and we're keeping all the women who are in the room off camera. Yeah. And we're just replacing them with action figures. Beautiful action figures. But, you, hey, you guys stay uh, stay away here. We, the guys are talking about International Women's Day. To be fair, they they did not want to. It be. was their choice. Yes. Which is a very... Which is also thing. acknowledging International Women's Day that they have the choice to not 
to not be on not be on Electric our Playground. nerdy fun <laughs> show. Yeah, that's right. That's 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 fair. But it was a uh, it was actually a real treat. Uh, we we hung out with him, his daughter uh, Ruby, Ruby yeah. who and and it was nice too with that because we went to a little uh, coffee sto- uh, shop and had some hot chocolate mm. and I brought out the book and she just devoured it, which was which was nice. great. Nice. That's been like a real kick. Is like when you see kids actually pick up the book and they just they're just like all over it and yeah. that just that feels really really nice so if you want to get the book it is in your local uh, bookstore probably mm-hmm. or, library. Sure. or library hey man that's fine mm-hmm. libraries are great uh or you can go to uh you know online whatever it is in your country and uh, you know and the reviews there have been also been very very nice so hooray happy so far <laughs> with how things went I'm glad to hear. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was a really was good experience last my night. My first time, of course, being in that sort of situation. So, of course, it was uh, it was interesting and new to me. Yeah, and you were coloring all the and characters also, in crazy colors, which was fun. And also, I like meeting kids. I like kids. So. I do too. I like I like uh, seeing what uh, level they're 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 on. Like whether some are very enthusiastic mm-hmm. and some are very introverted. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, so so you're being very all right. Yeah. Let's just let's just ask some questions until we get to how you're doing. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I think I was able to connect with uh, the majority of the kids there mm-hmm. on on some level and find out what they were they were up to and yeah. hopefully give them a nice experience mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. I'm I'm glad the. I guess because it was, for me, it was so, like, being stuck in the tra- traffic jam, which once again, five stages of, of grief. Uh, I think, I, yeah, I got to anger. I don't know where, what comes after anger? Acceptance or yep. bargaining or something? I don't think I got to acceptance. I think the traffic started to go before I got to that There's, stage. There's uh, denial, bargaining, yeah. uh, acceptance mm-hmm. is the last one, anger, and uh, I think the other one is uh, a peckishness. Get a little hungry, get a little hungry. Little, yeah. Just like so, you pull into a drive-through, eat your feelings. Five. Then, oh, why did I do that? Anger, mm-hmm. and then it goes to uh, that's right. Yeah, that the, acceptance. I, you've reminded me now. That's totally right. Um, but today, I was kind of depressed. Mm-hmm. After, I was really like sad all day today. So it's been uh, it's weird. I guess it's because you have this big emotional thing, and I just like, oh, I just blew it. <laughs> that's all I could think about today. So. How do you feel that you blew it? Because you can't. You, because I you, can't get there late. Yeah. Well, you didn't get there late. No. No, actually, you didn't get there late. Uh, we did our talk at seven, mm. and that was me and Nina doing our talk. Yeah. And then uh, when we were ready to sign, you showed up, mm. so you were That's not true. late. That's true. Yeah. What you weren't there for was the early show <laughs> that you didn't know existed, yeah. that we didn't know existed. So if you're getting upset that you weren't there for something you didn't know was going to happen and we didn't know was going to happen, that's not a fair thing to yeah, I probably wouldn't have blame been, on. I wouldn't have been there in time for that. Anymore. And also, again, your entrance was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Hello there! You came in and I was like, oh, I don't know what character he's doing, but... See if he keeps right. that up all That's night. Right. I came in his Rochester. Who wants some coloring? I came in his Rochester. Yeah, Rochester. And the kids didn't know that it was. Hey, yeah, I was like, mm, I don't know why that's wrong or why that's right. I got no idea. That's but he is fun. adding some color to this whole thing. Let me say that much. Huh, kids? How are y'all doing? You watch cartoons? That might make sense to you. Oh, your parents are looking at the floor. I wonder why that is. <laughs> I was I was just uh, completely emotionally exhausted. Uh, mm. when I was doing it to the point where I was forgetting the names of friends of mine. Like, th- <laughs> and it was bad because there was like two real good examples of like people who I know very well yeah. who came up and was like, hey, <laughs> oh shit. And I just, <laughs> for the life of me, could not remember what their names yeah. were. And these are people 
I know their name, a hundred percent. I can tell you their life story. I can draw a picture of them. Uh, I know everything about them, and it was just like blink. <laughs> and then there was another person who I, I I sort of knew, but I went like, oh, it could also be the name of this other person. Oh, it kind of got messed up. Oh, damn it. So I I handed the book over to Nina and went, why don't you do this one first and I'll work on another one. She went, no, no, you do it first because she forgot the name as well. I found that out <laughs> later. And we're doing the old back and forth. Oh, after you. No, after you. And I was like, oh, I got to take a fucking risk and I got to write this name down and I'm hoping for the best because otherwise it's going to be a really awkward time. And here we go. And it was right. And uh, back over that way. Yeah. Oh, wow. But it was like, yeah, at the, at the end of it, I was just going like, what are the signs? of dementia i um <laughs> let me okay what it's what's going on what's going on should i was can, that can uh, I ask a, yeah. one of the questions is did you do a toast oh i thought you're gonna did i smell toast no no that's not a sign of dementia that's, that's a sign, sign of, of a stroke. stroke yeah okay fair enough did i do a toast yeah if you toast people during you know like just, as in yeah like cheers or whatever what i didn't have a drink i don't understand well, in what respect yeah exactly it's a sign of dementia <laughs> you have a drink and you're doing a toast yeah you're demented Oh, very good. No, I'm very glad good. we stretched that out That's so good. long. All right. That filled a few hours. I wasn't sure whether you were doing a, no. a, a Dementors uh, <laughs> right, a joke ship. or going back to totally Harry going Potter to Harry Potter, yeah. or what you were doing. I'm, that's what I was doing. Anyway, now I'm depressed. <laughs> no, it's fine. But You're I was depressed. actually legitimately uh, a little nervous about that after that. And I'm like, well, that ain't good. But it was like I, I'd just been so on for the whole day Yeah, yeah. that uh, that was uh, – I just like, – all right, fair enough. Yeah, I had a hard day at work. And I, maybe I was sort of uh, thinking about it too. I try not to uh, – I try to compartmentalize and not stress out on things. But I think it was sort of haunting me in the back of my mind. It is also emotional to have people give you compliments. For a, I for do a long not, period of time. I do not like compliments. <laughs> I mean, I do like compliments, but I don't do very well with compliments. No, no, no. It's a very weird situation. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've got any kind of self-esteem issues to have uh, a whole a lineup yeah. of people give you nice, say nice things about you. I'm a real you deflector. Go. Yeah. One thing I was saying to, uh, to Nina is because we've, we've gotten very nice reviews so far. We're just waiting for the one bad review that we can both then go, see, they know. <laughs> they called us on it. Yeah, they're right. Okay. The emperor has no clothes yeah a bunch of phonies this is me this is how shallow a person i am i'll tell you how shallow i am okay so we've been getting these reviews on amazon and it was like all five stars out of five stars yeah that feels nice and then it was like oh it went down to uh uh, four and a half stars oh Oh, why is that and it was because like out of uh i think it was like six reviews and then there was one review and that review was four four stars and it brought it down to uh, f- uh, four and a half stars. I went, well, How does math- that work? That doesn't make any that sense. Math is incorrect. But then in the four star review, it says, I give this four and a half stars. Well, one, no, you didn't. You gave it four, <laughs> which cocked this whole thing up. And two, you round up. That's how it goes. Yeah. You round up. Ah, what are you doing? <laughs> and again, that's the how petty I am. I'm going to shut the blinds a bit because I'm getting sun in my eyes. Sure, ass. sure. All right. Well, I guess you could say how, how shallow we are because we're reading our Amazon reviews. <laughs> Oh, but, who wouldn't, though? But yeah, that's, of course, yeah, that's a thing. You you know, like, I guess it sounds bad, and we're not supposed to admit to these sort of things, but, you know, when you do, when you do create things, there you create things partly because you're driven to, but part of why you're driven to is a, a need for uh, affirmation, you know, and you, you desire people's compliments, you desire people's... You know, saying, "Hey, you're you're a good person. You really are good at what you do. You yeah. are you are a one with me, Dedrick." Or how about just this? You exist. Yeah, I acknowledge yeah. that you exist. Yeah, that's that's yeah. nice too. You're a real person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're a thing. You know, 
I don't even know if, I don't think it goes as far as like, I'll show that idiot in grade six that I'm better than he is. I don't, you know, I don't think there's that element too. Maybe there is when you first start doing it, but I just feel, you know, I don't think it's, you should be ashamed to want people to like what you do. I mean, it would be pretty insane. Well, to... it's because you don't know, right? Like you mm-hmm. put this thing out there and you work on it for so long that uh, things you thought were funny, you've got, no, aren't funny anymore. Like, mm. you know, you, 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 you... <laughs> You go like, oh, that was a good joke, and now let me say that joke again. Now let me mm-hmm. read that joke again and read that joke for a year. Yeah. Now let me see that joke illustrated. Now let me see that joke edited. Now let me see that joke in another format. And now here's <laughs> that joke. Is that joke funny? I've got no clue. Mm-hmm. Put this out there. Good luck. Let's yeah. let's see. Yeah. Let's see how it flies. You know, sure. is this too maudlin? Is this too this? Is too that? And uh, so far, it's been. It's th- th- again the nicest thing to me. Uh, is is when you actually see a kid see it for the first time, yeah, and they're immediately plunk down read. They're just like immediately in, and there I was in uh, Washington, and uh, we we saw some people that we kind of know, and I don't know if I told this story last week or not, but I'm going to tell it again because you know I may be a dementor. No, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> so there was a and there was a little girl, and she was uh, their their little girl was bored, and they were waiting for a table at a restaurant, and I went like, you know what? I got a copy of the book. She might like it. So I so I I asked the mom, can I get this book? And gave it to her, and she was just like lit up. And was just like, you got to read this. Read this now. Read this to me now. It's like, no, we're going to go get it. No, read this now. And she was just like so excited yeah. to read it. And it was, that just felt nice. Felt nice that someone might see a book on a shelf mm-hmm. and, you know, really dig it. And again, the the reviews that we've been getting, there's like proper reviews, but the reviews in, in Amazon are especially nice because they're all stories usually from parents going, my kid doesn't normally like to read. Mm. Uh, it's almost always starting from that, but yeah. they really like this book. It's their favorite book. They've taken it you know on trips with them or you know uh they asked me to bring this book when i come over they're reading it to their dog mm. or stuff like that and that just feels very grounded and real and just nice yeah. you know what books were like for you when you were a kid sure. and how important they were and it just feels nice to kind of like keep that going and let me just say add one more thing which is uh we've had a couple of reviews from from uh sneaky dragon listeners yes and we thank you yeah. For those reviews, thanks for uh, chipping in and helping out. <laughs> we appreciate it. And we're also really happy that we've got lots of messages or seen lots of pictures of listeners reading the book. And so we're glad that we're able to add add to the uh, Sneaky Dragon media empire. And people sending books of their pets reading it as well. Yeah, that's very good. nice. That's, that's what I say. I say, buy one for yourself. Buy one for a pet. Buy one for a pet. And, and also or people, get it out of the pet library. We're okay with libraries. Sure, that's also fine. Uh, people have also been a- asking, like, what age group this is for. And uh, this is me sounding like I'm just trying to sell books, but all ages, just like any age, just yeah, read it. I feel it's like, fine. I feel like Scholastic kind of made too narrow a range for, for, for the age for the book. But they've got, they've got to because that's how they shell books. Mm. That's a bookstore thing. That's not okay. really a Scholastic thing okay. it's like you know it's from this age to this age and it's like yeah it is or just read it you know <laughs> i mean harry potter is for what age yeah you know mm-hmm. but you still like it so there you go and mm. uh, there you have it and uh, i liked it enough to have read it twice and you don't you don't read things twice I unless do. you do i, I do read yeah you don't watch things. movies twice well, if movies. it becomes a movie you won't watch it twice yes <laughs> done with it you'll go to the premiere i I won't say I don't watch movies twice, but I, I don't normally like to watch movies too often. And when you go to the premiere, mm-hmm. check the Google map first. Make sure you get there Fuck on time. Fuck yeah, my Yeah, gosh. you get a good seat. What we'll a reserve lesson. you a seat. We'll reserve you a seat. 
that was the second time we've sat in a huge lineup because we had that three-hour border, border lineup yeah. in February, and then we then this hour-long traffic jam thing. That was actually kind of a nice thing when we were coming back because uh, Dave gave uh, me and Pia uh, a ride back from Seattle Emerald City Comic Con. He's a nice guy. Yeah, very nice guy. We stopped off at Dick's Burgers, had a couple of burgers. That was nice. Uh, Dave watched me drink a milkshake, went, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're drinking that in front of me. How dare you? Uh, I didn't, um, didn't even bother having a water. I was just so So angry. All, yeah. Telling them you can't have things um and then as we got to the border it was just so nice seeing like no one there mm. like ah that's a nice nighttime is the right time yep as we're going across and we're like oh well dave might not have the right ways uh passport to get across it's uh, and we got across it was oh no way. i wasn't worried about coming back no we looked like so clean cut we started like uh singing barbershop quartet things in the car <laughs> Sweet Adeline. Classic story. Oh, get, you, get across your Are you nerds. thinking of my brother at the time? I'm sure I told him the show the time he got pulled over by a policeman and and uh, in order to like suck up to policemen, started playing my dad's barbershop quartet <laughs> tapes <laughs> I, I forgot at about high that. volume. I forgot about that. But they were the old racist ones. It was just like, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> the policeman's like, could you just, could you please turn that down, sir? <laughs> Never uh, trust unimpressed. a Chinese man as far as you can throw him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello. <laughs> Dave, do your Rochester impression that people like so much. <laughs> Why, hello, officer. <laughs> Sir, can you please sit out of the car? <laughs> That's right. I have to do a, I don't know what it would have to be. Uh, not sobriety. I have to do a. Yeah, sobriety test would be the normal thing. No, no, I was looking for something different there, but I can't, okay. think, can't think of anything that'll fit in there. So forget it. Sure. Move on, everyone. I will uh, completely. Let's move edit on. on the let's, fly. Let's move on. dot org. So uh, so far, that is uh, the 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 that's our most recent uh, signy signy. We may do others in the future at uh, bookstores and whatever if we if we can. We I just got some contact info. I'm going to make a phone call uh, next week. Very nice. If uh, if you're out there and you're like, hey, I'd like to get these people into my neck of the woods, and bookstore or comic store wants to get us over there, uh, let us know, and we'll uh, see if we can make that work. Can I just add local? Or bookstore, or no, no, or not, or oh. they if they want to fly us out, we'll, uh, oh, okay. we'll fly out and we'll do whatever. <laughs> okay, sure. That's that's how these things work. Okay, stop thinking small, bro. I am a very small thinker. Okay, I think on the micro scale, not on the macro scale. All right, and uh, Nina and I will both be at uh, Toronto uh, Comics Arts Festival TCAF mm-hmm. uh, this this year. We're also going to be at VanCAF. Uh, I'll be year. there for that. Very nice. Maybe. And will you also be there for a free comic book day uh, at the Eighth Dimension uh, Comic Book Shop? Yes. Very good. So we'll be doing signings there. That's going to be three weeks in a row. First one's going to be free comic book day. We're going to do that in Vancouver. Then we're going to go to Toronto. Then we're going to come back to Vancouver. And uh, all of those things are free. So if you're in Vancouver, Toronto, or Vancouver, uh, please come and say hi to us at that. Yes. Have you ever wanted to do a kid's book yourself? Yes, I have. I did write a kids' book when I was younger, and uh, I never did anything with it. But do you still have that book? I well, I didn't illustrate it, but I do have the yeah, I have the script for it. Or okay, whatever. yeah, it's a very it's very short to write a kids' book of the sort I wrote, which I don't want to say what it was or describe the story. But no, you don't have to say no. Don't say it out loud. Yeah, someone will steal it. Yeah, we, our listeners. Our let dis- me tell you, our, our bunch of thieves. Our dishonest, dirty listeners. thieves. Listen, you guys. Tired of your dishonesty. Yeah. I mean, well, I think here's the, here's the Clean problem. Clean up your act. Here's, here's a mistake I think we made with this show when we started. Mm-hmm. That we only put it on the dark web. Wait, think, what is this thing th- about the dark I web? I think that is a problem. Okay. That is the uh, that is the web that only criminals use. I see. That's the where, dark web. That's where bitcoins reside. 
Oh, I'm sorry. We're on the dork web. That is <laughs> the nerdiest part of the totally, internet. That's what we do. That's not where criminals reside. Would you Would you think of like submitting your thing to uh, to Scholastic now that you're uh, a known entity? <laughs> uh, well, maybe I don't know. I don't okay. Know. I here's here's what you have to, to do it. to do that. Yeah. Uh, do it. Mm. Yeah. That's a good point. And to be fair, they are in another country. So if they reject you, it's from another country, and who cares, right? <laughs> they can't hurt you. But it's you. my country. What? Oh, it is. It is your country. This is Tis my country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little. Well, I'm going to suggest that you do submit that. That's now that you're you've got a book that's out. <laughs> you're on the back of the book. Your name is there. I am there. You're part of the team. I am part of the team. I'd say that is a little. Eh, I'd say that's a nice time to go. Hey, 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 buddy. There you go. Have a uh, do a thing and uh, go on the thing. I'm trying to not be modest. I've been infuriating Eve by being modest the last little while. Like saying things like, you know, I just colored it. It's not a really important part of it. And she's like, what do you mean it's not important? Dad, you're the worst. <laughs> I'm not the worst. You yeah, say. There's say. much exactly. worse people that's than me. That's what I say, exactly. <laughs> like, what do you mean the worst? I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not the best, but not terrible. This sort of, you know. Oh. Someone put a picture up from uh, Emerald City Comic Con, and it was a big uh, dinner. And it was a dinner of all colorists. Okay. And I thought, like, next year, Dave's got to ruin that dinner by being there. <laughs> I'm going to ruin it? Yeah, just ruin it. Just ruin it. You're, you're part of it, and then yeah. you bring up a bunch of awkward things. You do your Rochester impression, <laughs> and just, like, really tank My it. My famous Rochester impression. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I like that you started the Rochester impression, but it's my Rochester well, impression. Well, you picked it up, and you uh, carried, I ran carried with it, it along. I certainly did. I, I certainly ran with it. I s- I stepped with it. We, uh, P mm. and I, have, uh, as I was telling you before, we've been submitting stuff to the New Yorker, and we, uh, we, we, we went two weeks without getting anything in there, and we started to feel a bit bummed. Yeah. Felt like, oh, well, that day's done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, we're not hip no more. <laughs> uh, we just got word that uh, one, of, uh, one of our new ones got accepted. So oh, that's like, nice. Oh, have you ever, oh, have so we ever talked about on the show, maybe we, have we ever talked on the show, because it seems to me, personally speaking, yeah. an insane process that they use for picking their cartoons oh it certainly it certainly does dave uh this week we only submitted three but we submitted three fully done cartoons that's how it, how it went i'm going to show you the three cartoons oh okay i'm not going to you can't read, yeah, them, I can't out read loud, them out loud yeah i don't uh but you can look at these three cartoons that we fully did yeah and you point at the one that you think that they accepted all right so dave's reading the first cartoon there you go like an amusing little cartoon there we okay. are i believe involves okay. some cats mm-hmm. that's good that's good all right, this involves a, a, a monster of some sort in the next one. We're all having a nice time. Dave's reading that. It's very awkward watching someone read something. <laughs> okay. okay, and this one was... This is very text-heavy, that one. And this one is a Pia's favorite uh, cartoon. <laughs> it's a it's a goofball one, but there we are. That is okay, a Pia's so favorite. I'm going to... So of the three, which one do you think was accepted to the New Yorker and will be in there in about a month and a half? You will say it was... Uh, no, that's incorrect. Okay. I'm going to take that uh, sorry, out. Sorry, I second guess myself because this was the one that I thought. <laughs> okay, the text-heavy one. Yeah. Yes. And I'll tell you the reason why. I'm not going to go into details. All right. But uh, it's of... not in Details Magazine, Dave. It's no. in the New oh, Yorker. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I don't. I don't want to get too much into Gentleman Quarterly about this. Okay. But, uh, All right. Well, Dave, what? Get, get a life. Get a life. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. Let Look, me give you your go time. Go on the internet and post I'll that. I'll surrender sir. your time back to you. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, sorry to walrus this whole thing. No, there's nothing. There's, two of them ha- have a religious element to them ah. that they want to avoid. Ooh, okay. They don't want to go there. Let's say that. Okay. Whereas the other one is very, it's, it's funny, mm-hmm. 
but it's 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 genre it's a sort of genre neutral it right. doesn't it doesn't uh there's no one left that can be offended by that I will tell you, we've had a history, uh, if, if I was looking at any patterns, of animal ones succeeding. That's where I kind of started to, that's why I second-guessed myself and went with that one. And then when I pointed out, I was like, no, I should have got, I should have... I should have known that that wouldn't have passed. Yeah, we did have a we did sell a daily one uh, right after the Olympics. That was so about what the is Olympics. a daily one? Does that mean that they show it every day for a week? No, it means they uh, every day it's on they the come daily out. show. It goes on the daily show. That's right. It's hmm. completely uh, it's a, which is also in New York. It's read out by Robert Daly. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I would have gone with Tyne Daly. So good for you for that reference. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's, it's fine. read out by Tyne Daly. And here's it's, a question: it's international women was Tyne Daly Cagney or Lacey? She was Cagney. That's absolutely correct. Well played. Thank you. Take a drink. <laughs> I'll take a drink. Be proud. You tell me what a, what a uh, anyway. Our, uh, yeah, we wrote a joke about uh, the Olympics, and it was just a bartender who was standing in front of the, uh, the extinguished torch, uh, going, you know, uh, it's closing time. You, you don't have to uh, go home, but you can't celebrate. You know, the best in athletic excellence here. Mm, that was it. Ah, we all had a good laugh at that one, sure. and uh, you know what? Made a couple of bucks off that thing. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> but yeah, they show it. Uh, they do a new cartoon every day. That's uh, more topical than I the see. ones in the magazine. I see. Itself. Oh, okay. So sometimes there's a Trumpy one. So this is merely like a, a internet-y sort of thing. Yeah, it's on the internet. But I'll say this. Uh, I Please got, do. I got more people writing me about that one than I have about the ones that were in the the, the actual magazine magazine because mm. so many people read the uh, daily one yeah. online. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Yep. And you know the nice thing that and my, they're all angry. Well, you know what? I'll tell you this. Mm. I got one that uh, person said. Oh, I saw it. It was oh, it was so it was so good. I didn't like the caption, but it was really good. <laughs> oh, that's great. You know, we also do the caption. <laughs> that's the that's where the joke lives. But mm. I appreciate that you like the drawing above Thanks. it. What do you think? And they of... felt that they they felt that the New Yorker put a caption on this funny drawing mm-hmm. that we just sent them, and they were well, like, that, "Here's it's... a funny drawing. Write a joke, yeah, yeah. New Yorker." Well, that's isn't that how they do it? They, they have they have mm-hmm. caption contests where you send in drawings yep. and they put captions. It's on like for you. when sitcoms where the actors come in and they just go. With their mouths, <laughs> and then the networks do yeah. voiceover they afterwards the, and words. have them say mm-hmm. funny things like yeah. bazinga. Yeah, you know that's Hilarious. how that works. Yeah, yeah, that's how showbiz Hilarious works. Hilarious things like bazinga. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's. Uh, what do you th- okay? What do you think of the New Yorker cartoon? Like, I, what do I, I think of the New Yorker cartoon. Like, I know you draw New Yorker cartoons. No, I, I write them, them, but and, you write them, uh, and, and uh, uh, my wife also writes you them. Have, and, uh, you have a hired staff that draw them for you. Yep. Child labor for the most child, part. Child labor for the most which part. Which has been great. You know, I, I lure mm. them in with the Sparks books. All right. And then it's like, once they're in, I'm like, draw sure. some cartoons. Or you don't get to read <laughs> you the book. chain them to a table. I don't have to. They just like the books. Oh, that's, that's fine. right. That's good. So, my, like, my problem with, because <clears throat> you just said it right there. The joke is in the caption, not the joke is in the drawing. Ah. And I think that's an interesting thing about the New Yorker cartoons is that often the words in the drawing are divorced in a way. They're not, mm. they're not, you, they're not uniquely connected to each other. Do you understand what I mean? Well, this is something we've been trying to do, and it's not always the cartoons... Okay, because when you were saying it's a weird way of... Submitting. But it's what they want. All right. I think it's them, not the, not oh, the yeah. artists. When you're saying... Or uh, let me explain or how you teams. submit to the New Yorker as you submit like... Yeah, yeah. You, up tell, to, you, tell you can it. submit up to 10 cartoons, but you submit fully drawn cartoons. You submit... So you can submit up to 10 fully drawn cartoons. Fully drawn cartoons, which, by the way, is a heck of a lot of work, you know, of yeah, drawing yeah. a full cartoon. Mm-hmm. The daily ones are different. Daily ones, uh, you just submit the general idea, but it's a bit of a weird situation in that they let, at least for us, they let us know at like 7 in the morning, yes, then you've got two hours to draw it and get it out, and wow. then they put it up. 
That's a, so it's a bit of a zzz, yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, you so so you submit as many as you want, up to ten. But we have. Uh, and a couple of the ones that we have submitted, I think, have been funny drawings. That's yeah. been something we've been trying to do is not just a verbal two people sitting at a desk or yeah, on yeah. a desert island yeah. or whatever. You know, we try to actually, oh, this is a funny image, and then mm-hmm. hopefully have a funny caption to go with the image, yeah, twisting yeah. it around. Sure. But you're right. Sometimes it is, it's, you know, it's people standing around, and it's a little little bit pithy underneath or whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's a little, hmm. But there's a wide variety of cartoons in The New Yorker. There isn't one one style. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But I do think they sort of favor that that sort of, uh, I don't know, it's a sort of, I don't know, they pay, they favor the pithy comment underneath the, the drawing. Like, there's, I don't, I don't want to criticize the artist, though, because everyone's trying. Everyone's trying, but no, feel free. It's a podcast. Um, but you think back to people like Charles Adams and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. the humor was in the, the image. Yeah, beautiful drawings. You know, it wasn't... Yeah. It wasn't uh, like I'm thinking the one of the Adams family. They're sitting, looking outside at a, a tremendous storm outside, and they're just commenting on how what a beautiful day it is. Yes. If you just had what a beautiful day it is, it's meaningless. You need the. You or one of my the, favorites, which is uh, the Christmas Carolers. Oh yes, down, uh, down below, and you see them at, uh, on the roof, and they're about to pour boiling oil on. Yeah, them. yeah. And it's just beautiful perspective sure. and a lovely drawing, and it's yeah. just ah, yeah, yeah, amazing. I mean, Charles Adams. That's like that's the moon. Right? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're, it's yeah. kind of like you're making a movie and you just go, you know, well, I'll never be, mm-hmm. so might as well not even try. But I mean, even something like R. Taylor, where I was talking about one of my favorite drawings by him, which is of the penguins and the one penguins wearing like a, a checked sports jacket and an ascot, and just saying, you know, <laughs> I was just so damn tired. I was so, I was so tired of just being so damned formal all the time. <laughs> I love that cartoon, but you know, the caption is meaningless without the image. You know? Yeah, and I think that you know, ideally, but I, but I feel like. Well, you know, and I do like the New Yorker a lot. I read it a lot, so I do see the cartoons, and uh, it's yeah, it's something. But I think it's an editorial choice, not a cartoonist choice, because you know, you have people at Roz Chast and stuff like that who obviously create something that's very integrated, interesting visuals. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. We're uh, we've been saving up the ones, obviously. Well, this is the thing. Like every cartoonist then ends up with all these cartoons. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, here's the other thing. Right? Oh, go ahead, when you please. when you submit ten cartoons, yes, sir, and they like one of them, yes, sir. The other nine are in the garbage can. You cannot re- resubmit those cartoons. You cannot resubmit it to them. No, but you still own them because they're yours. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean, right? Like it's not like. But nowadays, it's not like you can go. Well, I guess they didn't like it. I'll go to the post. <laughs> You know, I'll take it over to Collier's. Collier's will like this. Well, what we're doing now is, yeah, we're putting together the ones that we like the best, and we're going to try and do a book of those at some point mm-hmm. in the future. But the nice thing is we we have ended up with all this back catalog of all these cartoons that mm-hmm. we're quite happy with. Yeah. You know, so we'll find we'll find a home for them eventually. Sure. I know, like, a uh, former guest of the show, uh, Shannon Wheeler, mm-hmm. has put out a couple of books yeah. of, his, uh, of his New Yorker cartoons that didn't make it. Mm. Yeah. And it's not, again, people say it's like, oh, the rejected cartoons. Well, they're not, again, we'll get into semantics about it. But you submit 10 things, they can only take one. Yeah. The other nine aren't, in my mind, rejected. They took one. That's a success. Yeah. You now have these other nine to do with what you will. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can't submit it to the Saturday Evening Post, sadly. <laughs> it's too bad. Yeah. Bring that back. Once upon a time, there was, and you would you would go down. You know, because New Yorker would have probably been would have been one of the pinnacles. Sure. Playboy, another pinnacle. Mm-hmm. You know, because they paid well. Right. And then you you know then you would kind of go down the pay scale till you got to. I have no idea, by the way, right now what the deal is with Playboy. Whether or not have they got nudity back again because they didn't for I a couple they, of weeks. I believe they have brought it back. Okay. I think they realized that it was a selling feature. Yeah. Of the magazine, and that their aging readership <laughs> needs a little bit of. Uh, yeah. Who is that magazine for now? It's a good question. It is a good question. Um, you know, 
I think even in its day, it wasn't necessarily for young people, although young people read it. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of content, it was very, you know, very sophisticated and for o- older people. Yeah, it showed you, you know, how to get a hi-fi. Like, what kind of hi-fi well, but, do you need? But that, that or like a 15-page interview with Norman Mailer. Like, sure. That's, that's not for everyone. But it, Playboy really pioneered, well, I think we talked about this before, pioneered that, that kind of long-form interview and, you know, and the fact that their magazine was such a, was such a, a wealth of, you know, magazine design, you know, of having different uh, stock on different for different pages, and it was just like it was a real. Is it mag- still a respected magazine for interviews, for cartoons, for for anything? For like, I wonder, will it tell you the best tech to buy, yeah. the best phones uh, to buy? I have I have no clue mm-hmm. about that. I see it on a magazine shelf, but again, it's like it's wrapped in plastic, or it used to be, and then mm-hmm. it was. Uh, not and then it was like well i don't know what the point of it is now because yeah. i've taken the nudity away yeah. i'm like all right mm-hmm. uh, okay good i guess fine what you're going to concentrate on all the other stuff d- d- didn't work now now it's back yeah what's the deal you know i know penthouse still exists so clearly it's number two it, number one must be doing well enough that number two still exists so eh. is penthouse number two I would assume so. I would always assume Penthouse was number two. Hustler was. was number three, and then we're getting way down the line to yeah. what was we? What's that? What we? was we? Yeah, I know. I don't know, but that was always the forbidden one to me. Really? Like, Why? Oh, we? I don't know. I it just seemed like, like Hustler was the Hustler well, no, was the fu- gross uh, one. Hustler was the gross one. Yeah, Hustler was like, oh, you, we don't like ourselves, do we? And but then we was the oh French. It was like artsy, <laughs> okay. and again, being from Montreal, mm. it was like ah, anything Ooh, French la, la. was la da da. Again, when we wanted to see dirty uh, things, we would just watch the CBC late at night, and it was mm. all these uh, sure. movies about artists and their models and uh, shenanigans they got into. <laughs> and I was like, why isn't this on the uh, mm. you know? Why isn't this on the English CBC? It's it's funny when you discover like a wealth of something you didn't know was there and not necessarily that it's great. I remember, I don't know why, for a while on Bravo or one of those channels, kind of in the upper reaches of the of, of old time cable mm-hmm. before it got really crazy and we had like a gajillion channels. Um, they were doing this thing where they would, on Friday nights, they would play like some old British sex, sex comedy from like the early 70s or late 60s, early 70s. Like a carry-on or more? More, even... no, even more obscure than that. And you're like, A, why did they make these? And B, why do they make so many? <laughs> like, you feel like a fewer, you get it. Like, okay, he's a clumsy carpenter. Oh, he fell through the window and the lady, the woman's naked. <laughs> now they're having some fun. It just seems well, like... Benny Hill was a very successful show. So why wouldn't they make movies sort of of I that guess, style? But it just, feels, it just feels like... I think it weird. allowed you to see the dirty thing yeah. if you wrapped it in comedy. Mm. And then it was like, I'm laughing. So that makes it oh, okay. Wow. If people were laughing at that, I feel sorry for them. Well, they weren't laughing at that. They were just laughing so they didn't feel th- awkward about going to movie theaters I to see a thing with a little bit of... I think their funny bone was injured because it's I mean, not that funny. The sex farce mm. is uh, you know, a very popular yep. uh, genre of both play and movie. Mm. Three's Company. Too was much. Three's Company funny? Let me throw this out to you, Dave. Three's Company. I remember two funny episodes. Uh, one time uh, Jack got high. And uh, hmm. that was a pretty funny episode. Don't re- don't pretty good. Okay. And I think I'm um, blanking on what the other one was. <laughs> uh, but I believe there was two funny episodes. Mm. Oh, yeah. He had a, he was doing a bunch of ladder business that was pretty funny. Okay. Um, and the rest of it was like, nope, but it's just sexy and it's fine and uh, it's all fun and mm. we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've, were, we've all got a history of that. That's a good question. Were any of those shows funny? No, they weren't. They were all terrible. Mm-hmm. But they filled 
a half an hour of your life, your and empty life. Let me throw this out there okay. too. Uh, there was always like these big books of cartoons, like uh, Dan DiCarlo, the Archie artist. Mm. They were like dirty uh, cartoon jokes, and like were they hilarious jokes? No, but you got to see cartoon nudity, yeah. and that was good enough. Mm-hmm. And those sold really, really well for a long period of time. Yeah. So you wrap your nudity in your comedy, and uh, <laughs> people will be able people to go. Uh, go. That's fine. Yeah, it just feels strange that. There's just so it's just, you know this never it's like uh I don't know was I talking about this last week on the show anyway it doesn't matter we're both saying that a lot now. yeah I just feel I, my, right. I'm just kind of I'm a little uh without sugar little flaky. I think that's the problem maybe that's what it is <clears throat> um, by the way thanks to uh, Louise Moon uh, former guest of the show yep. for bringing cookies of yes. uh, the Sparks characters yesterday Dave will not be able to eat them until yeah, Easter Louise. thanks for those tantalizing cookies but you put them in the freezer right I don't know where I put them oh I know where they went then. No, I didn't eat them. No, no, I know you didn't oh, okay. eat them. I just saw I just saw a daughter walking out with them going, yeah, I hope these don't get lost. <laughs> she won't eat them either. She's uh, always been committed to our uh, our, our thing. It's really, We've been really it's good really, this year. You know, the sweetest thing about this yeah. is that you believe that. And good for you. <laughs> no, no, she's really good. She, went, so. she went to Europe. Yeah. Like on a school trip. Sure. During our Lenten fast. Yes. She went to Belgium. Home land of the chocolate. Land of chocolate. She, and didn't, she did not crack the entire trip. Right. When she came back, she told me that, and I was like, oh, man, I would have. <laughs> She's like, what? You mean I could have? <laughs> so mad at me. All right. Well, good on her. But I really admired that. I just Hopefully, admired you guys put her. them in the freezer because they are very yeah. delicious. Yeah, yeah we're going to. All right. Back to, you, back to you. Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah. But, but, you know, I talked talking a little while ago about my uh, my uh, musical music file disaster. When I was talking about it, I, probably didn't, I, also, I did make clear that I also had my iTunes stuff in there too that all got dumped so oh, all boy. the all the cds that i transferred into itunes mm-hmm. uh also disappeared i'm oh, sorry quick flashback to yeah. two minutes ago when i okay. should have said this what? also every burlesque show ever where they wrap it in comedy okay but it's not that funny <clears throat> not okay that back funny. to you just uncomfortable yes um though they do a good job and, and good on them and everything's great that they do it but is it funny eh. okay back to you <laughs> um so one of the things that I thought was interesting to me was um, there's this uh, collection. It's a fan collection, like some some fans. I'm a huge fan of bubblegum music. Uh-huh. You remember bubblegum music? Sure. It was popular when we were very, very young. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like when the Beatles stopped being poppy and music got very rock and roll, like very heavy and kind of bluesy rock and roll. And that's what older brother liked. Younger sister needed her own music, and sure. that was that's what bubblegum music kind of stepped in to, to fill this kind of gap of very very easily digestible short. Who would be a bubblegum band? Uh, the 1910 Fruit Gum Company. No, that's exactly okay. Very go. good, nice. You, you well remember done. them, right, everyone? Their politically incorrect song, which I love very much, "Indian Giver." Okay, one, two, three, red light. A lot of them had like um, games in, in the in the names as well. Okay, because there was the Ohio Express with Simon Says. And then, uh, and then there was the kind of really goofy ones like um, uh, "Yummy, Yummy, Yummy." I've got love in my tummy. Now, did they chewy, come chewy. up with their name before the term "bubblegum music"? Uh, yes. Bubblegum? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that was part of a reaction to it was the kind of candy element to the. All right. You know, the lemon pipers and all they, you know, they had the kind of these names that were very sweet sounding and, but okay. So this person decided I'm going to do uh, a collection of all this bubble, bubblegum music, and you're like, yeah, I'm I know a lot of bubblegum music. I remember the bands I just quoted. Yeah. And a few other ones. Sure. And then it would the Archies be one of those bands? I think the I know Archies. Got sugar, yeah, sugar, yeah. So the Archies say. would would fall under that. Yeah, particularly because bubblegum music. One of the main things about bubblegum music is these bands did not exist. 
Ah. They were mere studio constructs. Okay. That made, that were like a collection of studio musicians mm. and singers who wrote and recorded these songs and put them out under a variety of names. They were Frankensteins. They were Frankensteins. Were they Frankensteins or were they, oh no, they, they were Frankensteins. Yeah. Because they were. They were assembled uh, mm-hmm. together too. Yeah. And so. In a lab by a mad scientist. And so it blew my mind that this guy put together this situation, this, this uh, collection, which is called uh, Bubblegum Motherfuckers. That's what it's called. And I guess it's like a point of pride. Most people just call it Bubblegum MF. That's what it's called. Okay. It's 42 discs of bubblegum music. Yeah. Like, is that comprehensible that there's <laughs> 42 discs worth of music was made during a period that was rather relatively short? You know, maybe like 68, 69 to 72. That's like the time I would give it. Like, I don't want to go much farther than that. Like, some people put like ABBA and things into bubblegum, but they're not bubblegum. They're a different thing. They're a different music. They're still they're still pop. They're still you know, you know if you want trashy or kitschy pop. Sure, sure, but great. By the way, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say. I love I love ABBA, but I just mean that they're just sort of different. They're still kind of fall into that idea of pop music that the bubblegum bands filled, but they're not. They're different. They're a different. They're a break in what what bubblegum was because bubblegum kind of lost lost out to to like. Um, to disco music. The disco became the new bubblegum music. Okay. And it became like, once again, if you'd like someone decided, I'm going to do like a compilation of all the disco songs that came out, you're just going to, there's, there's too many. Because there's, like, there's <laughs> ones we know. There's songs that are kind of bubbled to the top and we know Hughes Corporation, Don't Rock the Boat, first first disco song. Uh, and all the other ones, you know, More, 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 and uh, I Love the Nightlife, and Oogie, Woogie, Woogie, Boogie, Dance mm-hmm. and Shoes, and all those songs. We know those ones. But we don't know, like, I have this collection of these disco songs it's like this medley of all these songs i don't know any of them and one of them is great and has a banjo in it (laughs) like a banjo in a disco song but it's really good that's pretty good yeah right it's great and so like there's i wonder if kermit the frog ever covered that song he likes disco and banjo why didn't he and you know so it's just kind of weird like so 42 like and then but you don't really realize that what happens is something becomes popular and then and especially when it's anonymous like that it's not like it's not like there were actual bands, so you can just like get a bunch of guys in the studio. Like you already have studio musicians already there recording jingles or whatever, and you're like, "Hey guys, I got this song. It's called uh, Mrs. Marmalade. Let's record it, and the kids will love it, and we're gonna sell a million <laughs> copies of this single because sure. you've seen what's in the charts these days. Yeah, and so everyone's producing all this stuff. Most of it's garbage. Yeah, you know, beloved only by bubblegum maniacs. Sure. And a few, a, a little bit of cream rises to the top. This is a good uh, lottery ticket to put yeah, some money on. Yeah, that's go right. For that's it. right. Here, let's spin the wheel. And so that's you not end what up you do with lottery tickets at all, but you know you get the metaphor <laughs> I'm going with. You end up with way more songs than you ever could have yeah. conceived to be. And then it's like a real New Yorker's cartoon situation. And when I when I got when I found this uh, compilation and started listening to it, which was a bit of work, by the way, <laughs> listening to so many bubblegum songs in a row. But I was listening to it, and my what I was thinking to myself was kind of that. I was like, okay, well, it's going to be like. Bubblegum songs. Yeah. And there's going to be songs that in nowhere bubblegum that fall outside of bubblegum and people are just kind of lumping them in there. Bay City Rollers, ABBA, whatever. No. It's all like authentic bubblegum music. And you're just like, how much stuff? Like who who in their right minds was producing this much music? But it's just crazy. When something is popular, yeah. these people just jump onto this trend and they're just hoping that they can cash in, you know? Very rarely do they because, you know, like the first people there i already kind of have like a bottleneck on on the, you know like like the kazanitz cats who were like the producers of of the ohio express oh, okay and the 1910 i was gonna go company. like are you thinking of the cats and jammer kids and there's one more 
I can't think of it. But anyway, all those songs. Yeah. You know, they kind of had like a, they had kind of like the, the top of the market through Buddha Records. And everyone else kind of had to, you know, kind of, and I think Buddha Records uh, became Casablanca. And then they, they, they had the control of the disco thing. And also, I think they pretty much had the complete control of, of all the cocaine coming into North America <laughs> at that time. So this was all on your uh, computer and this all got lost? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. But I was able to recover. Oh, okay, good, good, good. All right. All, a lot of that. Some of the, some of the, some things have disappeared and I need to put feelers out there and see if people will. Uh, Cause, yeah, Would you care you at a... any point to make a small list, say a top ten, of obscure bubblegum songs that people would not know of? Would, would I care to do that? Interest you? Yeah, one very day. good. Then. Yeah, one day. I think I think <clears throat> people uh, people like knowing your musical uh, choices and opinions. Mm. And if this is like a a deep dive into music that people wouldn't know about, yeah, we got a lot of music fans out there. That might be a nice thing to put yeah, up. That sounds fun. On one of our uh, sites. I've been doing things in my mind, which is like top five this kind of song oh okay like or do that five. top five is better than top ten because it's half the work <laughs> top five or is it it sounds actually like it's harder what was i thinking of today top five songs that reference hollywood oh like okay. that so i was trying to think of songs that reference hollywood because uh and now i can't remember the ones that i i had in mind okay. yeah, i need to make lists when i'm when i'm thinking of this stuff because i just forget the songs because i'll listen to one song and it'll, it'll cue my mind i'll be like oh this song's about hollywood or top five songs about going to the country okay I mean, I try and think of five country songs. Country Roads. Country Roads. I guess if you like that song, I don't really like that song. You don't like Country Roads? No. Oh, I like I Country Roads quite okay, a bit. All right, you. fair enough. Good for you. Also, as Paul Tompkins has said, a very fun song to sing. Um, I would choose Are You Going to the Country by Karen Dalton. Okay. I would choose Aunt Annie's Farm by a band that was called Kid Rock. I am, I'm guessing also by, oh. But not that Kid Rock. This is a different oh. Kid Rock. This was an album that was being made by a guy as a studio project. It was going to be for kids. It was called Kid Rock. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's and, a different Kid Rock. Yeah. Very nice. I guess, and, and well, then you're not going to like uh, Thank God I'm a Country Boy, for sure. No, no. I that's don't, a lesser don't that song one. than the, uh, the previous one. And there's a really good song by Lowe about, going, about uh, returning to the country. Okay. And then there's a good song by, <laughs> I can't remember the name of this band now, but it's kind of a pop psych song, and it's about... Uh, being sick of the country and wanting to go back to the city, but they're stuck in the country. And okay. it's quite a good song as well. Well, this song is not about the country, but it says it's about the country. What's that? By a band that's about the country. Okay. And that's big country. Yeah, big that country. Really, that's a different kind of country, though. It's I about, understand. Yeah, so, but I'm going to go on that's a, not a rural song. and say, no, I understand. It's you don't know what a country is like. It's a big country. <laughs> there could be true. rural areas in there. I Well, there are rural areas in Scotland. And, which and, and of course, the rest of the country. songs would be just whatever the country bear jamboree covers uh, in Disney Disneyland. Mm. Yeah. Blood on the Saddle. Is that what they sing? Yeah. It's one of the songs. <laughs> I've been I've seen it a couple of times. I really like that. It's good. <laughs> that's really good and the Enchanted Tiki Room is really great too. Okay. I like anything at Disneyland that's kinda corny. Yep. And kind of pre- I just like the pre-dates. idea that the Country Bear Jamboree are doing some really dark deep cuts. Yeah. Blood on the saddle. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They all sing with deep voices too. Yeah. Are they crying? Yeah, I think they've like actually made them yeah. cry. Wow. Animatronic tears. And then they, they I hurt myself today. Well, that's not technically <laughs> a country song, but I guess it was covered by Johnny Cash. So yeah, that's why I figured. Yeah. Pizza special. But that's a fun thing to do, especially when you're at the gym and you're just like mi- mindlessly working out. And like Put a song plays list. But a song plays and you're like, Oh, this is a really good talking song. <laughs> what are the top five songs that have talking in them? Like just speaking? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, West End Girls is pretty talking. That's a good song. Uh, whatever, what's the uh, One Night in Bangkok? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. You don't like the song or mm-hmm. are you not familiar with it? I know the song. I'm not okay. 
It's a musical. It's from a musical. So okay. it's uh, got a Rex Harrison talkie singing. Uh, hey, all anything Rex but Harrison. But it, ta- it can't be talk singing. That's different. Oh. Sprechgesang, as it's called in, in okay. uh, music, is different than when you're talking, you're going, I'm going to the store and I'm going to go down the street okay. and buy a paper. All right. How about, oh, so you're just like, that's they different start than, talking in the middle of, in the the middle song. of song. Okay. So they'll have what's, like a what's monologue. The catch the blue train uh, all the way to Kokomo, somewhere down this crazy river. I don't know that. Uh, Robbie Robertson? Is that who? Okay. I think so. But yeah. And he has spoken parts in yeah, it. Yeah. He starts like going yeah, off go. on, That'd you know, getting a real weird feeling okay. about this and starts talking. Sure. And I love it. Sure. How about when, you? Give me the, t- give me a talk. When I was doing the, when I was doing a lot of the, um, when I was doing a lot of the um, CD mixes, like the, the mix CDs for people, the mixtape mm-hmm. project, uh, I was actually going through a phase where I was like trying to think of all the songs I really loved that had talking in them. Mm. So I kept wanting to include them on people's mix. So I did. I would put it like a lot of them. But one of them is The Pussycats, Dress in Black. Okay. I love that song. It's so dramatic. It's, it's so great. It's just like full of kettle drum and this sad girl talking because she cannot no longer see this boyfriend anymore. And it's so great. And the kettle drum, it, it echoes her heartbeat, and then it stops at the end of the song. So great. Like, so dramatic and so great. I also love um, uh, the uh, Supremes, the Dinah Ross and the Supremes version of, uh, I think it's, um, Ain't No, is it Ain't No Mountain High Enough? Or, no, what's the song that Marm Gay did with Tammy Terrell? Oh, boy, you're asking the wrong person. Sorry about that. Hmm. I'd have to look it up, sorry. And where's the talking come in that? At the end or the beginning or middle? Uh, in the middle, yeah. Okay. Di- does it count uh, if Ross the talking a... talks uh, starts at the beginning, or does that not count as part of the song? Like, it depends I, what let it me, is. Let me run this by you. Okay. Uh, 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 Prince's Let's Go Crazy, does that count as a talking song? Because he does no, a bunch of talking off the top yeah, before he gets no, into it. No, that's not... That, that's not quite what I want, what we'd want from a song. I want it to be dramatic. Like, another one would be Tired Eyes, the Neil Young song from All Tonight's right. the Night, where he's talking in the song and then he sings so it's like you know uh talks about like this being this cocaine deal and people were killed during it and then he sings the tired eyes part of the song and then he goes back to a spoken part like to me that's what i would be looking more for for me right. like that's sure. a talking song it's all first also um a really great song which is by uh the young knives uh left for a suicide which is another great song with talking in it all right very, uh, I'm going to throw this out there then to our listeners. Okay. And again, you tell me, Ian, sure. shut up. Um, did I do five, everyone? I can't remember if I did only did I'm four. I'm going to ask you for five obscure bubblegum hits. That's my <laughs> that's my starting me? this off. Yes. Me? Not oh, right now. Okay. But like on our website, yeah. on our stinkydragon.com website. Okay. And I'm going to ask listeners okay. uh, via, you know, you can go email, but website is better because then people can all see it. Yeah. Uh, to ask Dave for... Uh, 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 five songs with, and then name it. It could be okay. five songs about oh, dogs. Man. Okay. Five songs hmm. okay. that uh, end that. end badly that start great. It could be five five oh. songs that are better live than in the live version than okay. they are in the recorded version. It's I don't know that. It, I don't like live music. Very, very good. I don't like Take the music. live stuff out of there. <laughs> don't ask five me five songs that were uh, recorded in one style that then got. Re-recorded another style and were better in the oh. other styles. Oh, Stuff like that's that. Weird. Get some, okay. yeah, you know, whatever it is. Okay. So you're asking Dave for five songs yeah. and then give him a limitation on that. Hmm. On that. Okay. And remember, Dave can do anything, so don't. Yeah, worry. you ask. I, it's it's possible I won't do it right away. I would need to like be. I would need like a a musical cue that would start me thinking on it. Sure, sure. Well, here's the thing: when you write to us, which is yeah. at sneakydragon.com. maybe suggest a song that you that you think fits that. 
Oh, there you go. That criteria. That would be the thing. So then, you would give like an example, yeah. and then we'd go with that. So that's right. You give them a five. So it's like five talking songs, and then you you know list you know yeah, one yeah. of them, and then go yeah. in, go into that. Uh, and the nice thing is, even if you can't think of it now, because our website stays up forever, when you can think <laughs> of it, Dave will go back and he'll update it and he'll put those songs up there. But I think that might be a bit of a fun thing. Okay, I'll all right, try. I'll give it a try. You know, the fun thing about it, I don't have to do nothing. <laughs> That's right. You just I appreciate sit, that. Sit Dave, can I quickly tell you uh, uh, the worst commercial that's on TV right now? Oh, sure. I probably haven't seen it because I didn't, do not watch commercial no, television. No, you probably, but... probably don't, and good for, good for you. Okay. Uh, my wife does editorial cartoons now uh, quite a bit, so we end up watching CNN a lot. Mm, uh, and, that sounds uh, terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. And I can't tell you what this product is because and, – and let me just ask you quick – did you ever see the movie Get Out? Yeah. Okay. So you know that there's, I'm not going to spoil too much, but let's just say there's a place called The Sunken Place. Yeah. And something happens, and this person just goes into The Sunken Place. Mm-hmm. Their mind shuts down. Yeah. They can't stand it. Yeah. There's a part in this ad that I just go into The Sunken Place, and everything <laughs> just goes, and I can't even, I, I see images of yeah. what's going on, but it it's so terrible it's that it just ad. loses me completely. So is this ad for is this ad for a product, or is it for? I, I could not tell you. Oh, really? Because I don't get to that. I just oh. go, and then I'm like out. I just can't take it. It's so wow. terrible. Wow. And it doesn't seem like it's so terrible, but to me it's so terrible. Okay. And it's this woman, and she is a woman of a certain age. I don't know what age that is. I'm 50. I'm not one to judge. She could be my age. She could be older. She could be younger. I've got no idea. Okay. But she's got a real good mom haircut, mm. and she's holding a plate of scrambled eggs and a cup of coffee. Okay. And she goes, you know, at my age, I know what I like. I like my coffee strong and my eggs scrambled. Okay. What? So so far, so whatever. <laughs> okay. Now she's walking. Okay, I just want to say. All right. Everyone, so that's the start. Okay. We'll just put it. Just wait a second. Okay. I just want to t- say to all our listeners, please never talk like that. <laughs> okay. Go on. Right. So I know what I like. I like my coffee strong. Yep. And okay. my and it might be my coffee hot. I may sure. be getting this wrong. Okay. And my eggs scrambled. Or okay. hot on a plate. Next thing we, we don't see. Okay. She's in like a walking suit and she's walking what? down the street. She's got ear. She's got the earbuds in. Got earbuds in. And she goes. Is she using the walking sticks? Just or just walking? She is not. Okay. She is because she needs her hands for this next bit. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so she's walking down the street and she's strutting and she's going. <laughs> and, and and when I'm working out, I like good old rock and roll. And then she does a little air guitar. No. Yeah, she just like well, she does a little air guitar, and then my brain what? shuts off. <laughs> my brain just goes. I can't take that it is... anymore. And the next thing I see, I can sort of, because again, because I've yeah. fallen into the sunken place. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just seeing the TV like uh, going into receding, becoming a little yes. small dot. Receding into receding a dot. Receding into yeah. a dot. Yeah. And I see her taking selfies with her friends at a oh. cafe and she's oh. smiling. And then yeah. later she's with a white haired gentleman and she's talking to the camera and then they take a selfie. I can oh sort God. of see that. But once this she's like walking down the street and yeah. she's doing the air guitar yeah, yeah. when she likes good old rock and roll. Yeah. That's right. It's like, I like my eggs scrambled. Like, who brags about... I'll tell you how I like my eggs scrambled. Wow. And I like good old rock and roll. What is this ad for? Prune juice? I don't know. Wow, it's I just like It was just like, okay. And I guess you want... What do you want with those eggs? White bread? I guess you don't need any because this couldn't be more generic and nothing. Yeah. Who are you? You're not a person. This is how an alien shows up on Earth and goes, Hello, friends. We like good times, right? Mmm, good times are fun. Let's have a good time. Oh, I enjoy some scrambled eggs and coffee. Hot, please. Oh, rock and roll, my favorite music. Yes. Let's take selfies. 
Time to eat you. Yeah, it's a trap. Obviously, she's a, she's an alien. But I've got no <laughs> idea what the product is. I I, yeah. I I just I zone out as soon as she does the air guitar. It's the most horrific thing <laughs> I've ever I've ever seen on television. Her wow. just doing that. I've, yeah, forget it. Ugh, I'll say right now, I've never seen it. Nope. Of course you haven't. I I would see it in your eyes, the horror. (laughs) I would have started to talk about it, and you would have gone, I can't hear this story, and Mm -hmm. please stop Mm -hmm. it. I wouldn't tell you to shut up, but shut up. I can't hear this story. It's just so horrific. Wow. Oh, bless her heart. She was an actor. She trained all her life. This is where it all ended up. I know she made some good money. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. Everything's fine. (laughs) They probably shot in Prague. That's where they do it. Why? Um, because, uh, I have, uh, I have a couple of people I know yeah. that have shot, uh, ads for like spray and wash and mm-hmm. those kind of things and they shoot them in Prague. It just, uh, and, and you think like, oh, they must show something Prague-ish wrong. No. It's just like you're, they're cleaning a toilet or they're just in a living room and they're throwing spray, spray and wash on the carpet. Yeah, that's it. They're just in a room, but they fly the actors there cause it's uh, cheaper to do it there. They get so much great tax credits on their crew okay. that it's just so cheap to do it in Prague. All these actors I know get like trips to Prague, uh, are exhausted afterwards, but yeah, they make really good money and they uh, do a little commercial. Weird. Truly weird. Weird little trivia. There you go. Yep. Hey, everyone, you learn something during this Whenever show. I hear someone's going to Prague, I go, oh, you got a commercial. It's like, yes, I did. Yep. Bye. <laughs> then they take nice pictures in Prague and it's a beautiful uh, thing. I like it. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Like I like where this is going. I don't like where this is going, actually. <laughs> well, you could wrap it up. I mean, we're at one hour and 20, 20 minutes right now. Oh, okay. Let's wrap it up. All right. Fair enough. We've had enough. Has everyone had enough of this show? I think. I think our listeners. If you haven't, uh, I'd say go back and listen to some past episodes because we've got a few in the can. We've got a f- in the can, or, or uh, we've aired them. We've uh, we we recorded a couple in the bathroom. Oh, I want to tell Remember? a little tell a little thing before we. There's before we no go. way we ever get out. <laughs> well, because Dave's got one more thing to say. Buckle up. It's a half we hour till he's done, we at were, least. <laughs> we were talking Let's about this last night. This all goes. Let's watch Dave. it. Uh, <laughs> it's I talk, we talk, talked about it a little bit last night, but I just want to share it with listeners because oh, I think it's kind do. of funny. Which is that I got an email the other day from a, a representative of Tea Public. <laughs> okay. Uh, which so this is, is people that serve tea. They serve tea to the public. Oh, good. All right. And they wanted to know uh, if I liked Earl Grey. Or English breakfast. Well, I'll tell you, Dave. You know what I like? I like mm. my tea hot. I like my eggs poached. Okay. And I like good old slash metal. <laughs> <laughs> slash metal. I wish I knew what that was. I don't know. I think I might have made that up. <laughs> Sounds new, like a thing. It's a new genre. Yeah. Slash metal. It's where it's metal where the the band members make out with each other. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. <laughs> So, uh, By the way, this sounds like we're going to make some money off this. I'm oh, really excited man. about Tee what Public, you're Yeah, T-Public, they wrote. And they are what they are is, a, uh, is an online uh, merchandising uh, website. In oh, fact, there's a lot of money to be made online can, nowadays. You can right now yeah. go to uh, Space Coyotes, uh page yeah. on T-Public and find Sparks shirts there that you, dear listeners, can order. Uh, it has a great little logo designed by a third dragon, Nina Matsumoto. Right. Uh, and I'll, I'll say actually an easier way to do that is just Google Space Coyote and the word Sparks, and that will come up as oh, well. Oh, okay. And there'll be a link there to that. And you're saying shirts. Dave. Yeah. Settle I, down. Yeah, I know. I mean, shirts are great. <laughs> but are. you know what's really great? What's that? A billion dollars. Wait, I'm on the wrong <laughs> movie. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> made me laugh more than it should have. Uh, hoodies. Yeah. Who doesn't like a hoodie? Or, hey, you know what? If you're drinking your coffee and you like it hot, yeah. get a mug. I prefer a, a kangaroo jacket. 
and get a kangaroo jacket. I don't know if they got those. Uh, they got Same tote thing. bags. Tote okay. bags yeah. as well. Yeah. They also got uh, uh, phone uh, things. Put them on your phone. All sorts of stuff. Phone? Lots of merch. Th- by that, what do you mean? Phone cases? Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's a sticker or a case. I think oh, it's okay. just a sticker. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, go check that out. Space Coyote and then enter Sparks. Go and... Uh, phone. They're called skins. And you'll yeah. see the reviews for Sparks. And then at the bottom, there'll be the t-shirts. Click on that. Uh, a world of shirts and also Nina's amazing other shirts yes with video game designs and whatnot yeah, you can yeah. find a lot of stuff there but anyway so T Public T Public contacted oh, we're us we're make so much money I'm really contacted excited about us, this, Dave Dear David <sighs> why not me This I don't know is this the, Dear David what the fuck's going on he wrote to me I don't know where he got my email address from oh it was directly to you yeah it wasn't, it wasn't. Sneaky Drag- Sneaky, Sneaky, Sneaky Dragon it was directly to me oh very good okay Like well, oh I know why what because uh, you are the one who uh, answers the phone to phone scams well, in yeah. the past, you've gone like, I always, hello, I always, what? Yeah, I always yeah. answer it with my email address when I sure. answer the phone. That's the first thing I say. I don't even say hello. Would you I prefer to email me, you say? <laughs> right. uh, so, yeah, comfortable on the phone, please email me at. Sure. Um, no, it's, so he writes, dear David, mm-hmm. happen to see your podcast was in the top, fast, top 100 fastest growing podcasts on Stitcher last week. Oh, this is great. I was like, this oh, is so Dave, exciting. Oh, Dave, I've got so much debt. I can't tell you how happy I am that this has come at the best possible time. And I was like, "Oh, this what, is fantastic, what, Dave! What little thing oh. cued this? Was it maybe you're married to Pia Guerra? Yeah, she's an internet sensation. Sure, sure, sure. This is bringing up her ratings. People sure. are like tuning in. Will they talk about Pia on the show? You, you've it got, turns out not very you've often. You've got chickens. Chicken is very chicken, popular. Chicken, yeah, people, people eat it. Yeah. Uh, they're they, on cornflakes boxes. They are cornflakes boxes nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people wake up to them on the farm. That's right. They're oh, used, they love chickens. Yeah, yeah. They're rubber chickens. They're used as, as that movie gag Chicken material. Little didn't do well, didn't but do that well, was a long time ago. Yeah. People have forgotten sure. that. Chicken Run did it pretty good. Chicken Run did okay, better than the Chicken Little movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm thinking this is really oh, great. Man, what the hell great. happened? I couldn't be happier mm-hmm. about this. Then I look, I notice yeah. the podcast, Gentlemen yeah. of Elegant Leisure. Okay, wait a second. I got to remember the podcast we do because we yeah, do a lot. We do. So we did. Um, okay, we do. Uh, we, we do completely bangles. The all bangles uh, that's podcast. Right. True. That's very true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, totally tetanus, where we tell people all the things that can co- you shouldn't step on if they're yeah. rusty. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's a very long show. Uh, we do. Uh, we do snacky dragon with uh, uh, Kathleen Gross, that's where right. uh, we eat weird food. Eat weird food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, do we do we do that? Uh, other we podcasts? do not do a show called the Son Gentleman of, of Elegant Leisure, but we did do a fill-in episode of the Gentleman right. of Elegant Leisure. And what I think happened was we did a fill-in show, yeah. the Gentleman of Elegant Leisure. Right. Faithful and how we love you, everyone. Faithful Sneaky Dragon listeners right. went over to the Elegant to the Men, Gentleman of Elegant Leisure right. website. And what happened? Listen to that show because they wanted to hear a bonus episode of Ian and Dave. They wanted to listen to us getting drunk, doing their, doing their hilarious stuff. Yeah. Our drunk bit. Yeah, our hilarity. I did. I did Foster Brooks. Yeah, you did Foster Grant. Yeah, I put on sunglasses. <laughs> so we. Um, and the sad thing was, I was trying yeah. to do Lou Grant. I know it was weird. This didn't work out at all. I thought you look more like sunglasses. Right. It's weird. And this was this was Dave through almost that whole thing. Yeah. Okay, let's put together this drink and let's have a little taste. Yuck. <laughs> every, every one of them. <laughs> It was yucky. Yeah. I would love uh, to have seen you in the movie Cocktail. And just like, he just does all this elaborate stuff and just, you, you get it and look, Bleh. I don't like that at all. That would have been good. That would have been a good part of the movie. Yeah. They should have invited me. Uh, I was, I was, I was of drinking age when Cocktail came out, I believe. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I was of dating age and I saw it for free because uh, my girlfriend at the time worked at the theater that was showing it. So I didn't pursue this because 
Well, A, it's not not my show. Yeah, you couldn't. B, uh, I'll have to forward it to Jason, though. Cause, uh, well, I assume Jason listens to this show for his name every week. I do not think so. Not for his name? I think he faithfully listened to it for a while, and then he fell behind. Mm-hmm. And it so often happens. Yeah, you they, fall behind we have something? very heavy continuity. Yeah, because every show links to the last show, as everyone knows, right. how closely they are together. Yeah. Um, and I then, can't remember the the, ep, the the show where you entered uh, the fire and came out with the dragons. I'm not sure what season that was. I entered with the I entered the fire. Yeah. So I walked into fire. Yeah. I physically walked into a, like a burning fire. Yeah, with your eggs. With my eggs. Yeah. Was I carrying them in my hands? Uh, you were I... carrying them in your hands. I was carrying them on a plate because I'll tell you, I like my <laughs> eggs poached. Yes. I like my tea molten hot. Yeah. And I like my music death metal. <laughs> I've heard of oh death metal yeah okay or death metal yeah I want it so loud that it blows my ears out. <laughs> Listen, you can do that. What, what I you end up do doing is I music, take those really, poached eggs and I fair. put them in my ears <laughs> to protect my ears, and I take the molten uh, tea and I throw it at the band to uh, try and get them to shut up. <laughs> Don't blame you. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, I thought that was pretty good though. I just like the that kind of moment of like oh to oh but it's good for it's good for gentlemen it is nice the yeah. elegant gentleman because we because make good filler is we, what we found we out we make good filler we are the oreo uh stuffing yeah but like the oreo stuffing we're no good just by ourselves i don't know man have you ever had it on its own pretty i, I don't like it oh you don't care no, for it i like it with the someone doesn't like sugared wafers. lard <laughs> i like it with the chocolate wafers is how it's meant to be eaten that's All how right. they designed it okay read your bible people that's right <laughs> Uh, thou shalt not double stuff. Thou shalt not double stuff. For it is uh, nor, an abomination unto right. uh, the Mr. Christie. Nor separate. Who does make good cookies. Nor, don't separate the wafers. We know communion. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I uh, I just, I feel like we uh, did them a solid, though. Because Gentlemen of Elegant Leisure, it's, it's a, sh- you know, they're doing their little show. It's going on. I don't mean that little. In a, in a, I don't mean that in a, in a. Okay. This is where it all goes off the rails. I don't mean that in a, in a mean way. I just mean. If we started off, by the way, with show. low self esteem, mm. and it's now built to, yeah, I got their little show, and they should give us a thank you. That's no, right. You're welcome. I meant, but they're, you know, they're doing the thing. They're not making a big deal about themselves. Of course they're not. And then they're suddenly. Humble. Humble Suddenly, drinkers. these humble drinkers, modest fellows, mm-hmm. all of them, gentlemen, gentlemen, yes, they they uh, are suddenly appear on this list of hot Thrust podcasts into fame, and we drag them, we drag up them to our level. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> our, our level. They're past us now. They went, yeah, like we've never been on Stitcher's Hot 100. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? No, you're okay. Bless their podcast. Their little podcast? No, but bless their podcast, but you're misinterpreting what was said. How do you mean? You're saying, you're, you're thinking, and yeah. again, listen to their podcast, that's fine. Yeah. But that's not what you said originally. You said yeah. that they were in the hundred fastest growing. Yeah. Not in the hundred top. Meaning- no, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it's a list, though, that yes. gets them attention. Absolutely, it is, and that's that's a great thing. Sure, it is. Yes, and that was our our little gift to them. You're so welcome. <laughs> I said little. I didn't think, I didn't think it was important, but it's just nice, right? Sure. We did the show. Kind sneakers tuned in, gave him a bump. Yep. Gave him a nice bump. Yep. And brought a little attention. And people who may be looking for a podcast, they're like, "Well, Go I, check it out." I've looked at the top 100. Yeah. I'm gonna check are out. Are there the top. any podcasts out there? How will I know yeah. about them? What are the What are the ones that are like people really digging? I'll go to this fast yeah. growing ones and. 
new and noteworthy. Oh, it seems to be Joe Rogan all the time. Let me t- take a listen to that. Ugh. And there we go. <laughs> have you listened to Joe Rogan's show? Yeah. I never have. I just it doesn't yeah, it doesn't fine. seem it's whatever. People he, like it. You know, he was on a TV show called News Radio. Really like that. He was a pretty good looking guy. Oh, you're saying was. Now he looks very strange. Was he handsome when he was on Fear Factor and people were eating a horse anus next to him? Did that help make him look I more I never watched that show. Mm. But I just remember him on talk the radio. Stunt stuff was good. I didn't care for the uh, eating things. Yeah, yeah, this is dumb. But I, I remember him on, uh, on talk radio and he's a good looking guy. Yep. Now he looks like one of those uh, guys in Doctor Who, the, what are they, the Solarans or whatever? It's a... Maybe. You tell me. I don't know. This, is, this is down your nerd road. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish I could help. I know the Daleks. I know the Cybermen. The, yeah. I know the Weeping Angels. That's about as far well, as okay, I know. Okay, the, the guys that wear the, the uniform, then they have like the kind of the big... Oval, big heads? The big oval head. Do that, they have like a hole in the back of their neck and you yeah. throw like a ball into yeah, it and you yeah. defeat them? That doesn't help them, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what he looks like now. I don't know what happened to that guy. He was a handsome fellow. I think he worked out even more, though. I think he's oh, like a very, that, very muscly guy. Is that guy. what happened? Yeah, it's not really good Yeah, he was like a, a real fighter guy. He was the kind of guy who uh, everyone was felt, you know, oh, I can't mess with him because he'll mm. beat me up. He's mm. very, very strong. Like when he went up and he called out Carlos Mencia about like joke thieving. Okay. And like Carlos couldn't do anything because like, oh, this is a very strong guy. And it was like, okay, one, sure, maybe he's got a point. But two, this feels a little bullyish. It okay. feels a little, yeah. Mm, yeah, it's a tough thing for a guy who's real muscly to be um, to be like a comedian. I, I find because mm. you got to have a little bit of an underdog stance. Yeah, and you can't when you're the toughest guy in the room. Then right. it's just it's it's yeah. But yeah. people love his uh, radio show. He uh, talk uh, talks about psychedelics and philosophy, and people mm. um, people like it. <laughs> does he's he like, talk about philosophy? Or does he talk about like sort of new agey sort of stuff? <sighs> you know what he ta- you know exactly what he talks about. You know it exactly. Look at him. Look at him. And I don't say judge a book by his cover, but sometimes you can. Yeah. Uh, so look. It's like, look at a romance book. You see mm-hmm. it? Yeah. See that cover? Yeah. Judge it. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And in this case, uh, you know, you know what he talks about. Yeah. Like oh, if you see a book for one minute, and you'll you'll get what like okay. the next hour and a half will be. If you see a book and yeah. it has a, a revolver, picture of a revolver, sure, and a noose, you know what that book's going to be about. Which will be? Uh, no noose is good noose. I don't even know why I said that. I was gonna, it was actually a mystery book. You, you, you asked me. I thought you could just be obvious. No, it was a fine. No, it was a good dad no, joke. That was terrible. No, you're a dad. You I do gotta, that kind of joke. Quit. You can't. No, no, no. To, That's fine. You're a dad. You do that kind of joke. It's you know fine. what I'm gonna do? When you're a granddad, you're gonna really have to up your uh, granddad <laughs> joke game. Up my granddad game. Is, because I think like uh, yeah. I think granddad jokes mm. compared to dad jokes yeah. are the same jokes, yeah. but with really obscure references that yeah. now the kids don't get at all. You know, yeah. Actually, I thought. Oh wait, no. This oh, was. A, sorry. You'd go like, "Hey, you know what that is? That's uh, uh, no news radio is good news radio." Oh, did See, I call that, it? Did that I call it talk a, radio? That was a show. Radio, that, wasn't no, it? you didn't call it news radio. Oh, I did call it. That news radio. radio was a show in the '90s that uh, had a Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall. You get anyone get any of that? No, nothing. They all they all went on to good careers for the Phil most Hartman? part. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Yeah, he was replaced by John Lovitz on the show. Anyone? Did, no, did really news work. radio. Every uh, end of the season, they did like a genre thing. It was quite funny. Uh, no, no, not at all. Doesn't rerun it. Okay, well, bye, kids. <laughs> Grandpa's going to heaven now. Bye. What I what bye. I what I should have said when I said that the book cover had a revolver and a noose on it. Which oh, it should have been called the Redundant Murders. Because it is. Why would you? You don't need. You don't need a noose and a revolver. Just one of them works. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm. I hung him, stabbed him, shot him. <laughs> Who did this? Although that's kind of the murder in the Orient Express, right? 
I don't want to spoil Murder on the Orient Express. It yeah, it's only out. been around for 70 years. But it also has only been around for like four months <laughs> as well. Look, I got it. I downloaded it like last night. Oh. I'm going to watch it with my wife probably So you don't, want, you don't want me to spoil it well, I don't know if she... I, I can I'm tell sure it. she knows. Do you want me to but... tell you the ending? Shut up. Okay. Shut up. They get to the station? I assume it's an express. That's they get there on time? <laughs> they get there on time. Do they check their Google Maps before they left? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so what we're saying, folks, is please buy our book. And back today for the wrap-up. Please listen to our show. Yes. Please, while you're listening to our show... Please listen to our show. And remember, if you want a boost in your ratings, yes. get us to come on your get show. Get us to come on your show. Have us do a guest episode for you. Top 100. Fastest <laughs> scoring shows. It's not how that worked at all. But okay, go ahead. Top. Your math is as faulty as uh, Amazon.com's review system. Top 100. Fastest growing news and new and noteworthy shows. <laughs> new and gunworthy shows. Yes. New news and gunworthy shows. Uh, everyone, if you would like to write to us and say... <laughs> What the heck are you guys talking about? That's right. This show made no sense. We're talking about the old British uh, uh, comedy team, Bangers and Noose. Bangers. <laughs> Bangers and Noose. It was all, uh, It was. It, they, they didn't go sex farce. They nope. went like mystery farce. Yes. That's a genre. Mm-hmm. Should do that. Sure. And they, when they broke up, it was pretty sad. What What happened? Well, they, they he teamed with another guy. It was Fish and Noose. <laughs> I think the silence. I'm in the sunken place. <laughs> Listen to good old rock and roll. <laughs> Everyone, you can write to us. We have a website. It's called sneakydragon.com. And uh, if you go there, you'll find our little message board. Please leave us a message. We uh, like messages. We even like to respond to your messages. We have, uh, we'd like to get emails as well. We have a, our own email. It's called sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. And you can write to us there and leave us a message about how much you enjoy our shows, which are completely bangles. Totally Tetanus and Snacky Dragon. You can also go to our Facebook page, Snacky Dragon. You can mm-hmm. go to Twitter, yep. Snacky underscore Dragon. Sure. And our Tumblr page, Snacky Dragon, as well. And and Dave is going to yep. be taking your uh, uh, top five, or making a top five list of, of songs that have a certain thing in, in them. Yeah. Uh, like like mm? a message. You said message boards. How about songs that have a uh, message, message in them? Message songs. Nothing better than listening to songs that's preached to you, everyone. Who wouldn't like that? Or have message in the title. Mm, yeah, message from the country. There is one that could be or both. Or the message, I think. Isn't that is that a Grandmaster Flash song, the message? The message, yeah, yep. that's right. Rare. Yes. Message in a bottle. We're making them all up now. Mm, yeah, you just fill in. You just yeah, don't do that one now. Them. We've already done them all. <laughs> well, we did three of them. Okay. We have to think of two more. I can't think of any right now, though. Sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> Dave's now thinking of the message. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. What? No, go ahead. What? No, I don't think that's... Uh, I don't think that's one. Damn it. Anyway, <laughs> I have to look at the. I'd have to look at the title because I can't remember the title now of this song. But it's by the the Five Americans. There's a song that's. Uh, no, I don't think it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, people. This is really fun else, to watch, by the way. What folks. else can you? Uh, what else can you? Where, where else can you vamp? Well, I quickly look at my phone. Oh, sure. And go to go to Google Play. By the way, if you want to, you can, the other the other thing you can uh, you can do is uh, what's what's the thing called? Uh, it's not Sprint. What's the thing called where you uh, go and you can leave a message for us like it's a phone, but it's not. You know that thing where you call. Oh, Skype. Skype. That's right. Skype. This is where I lose names of things. You can go to Skype and look up Sneaky Dragon. You can actually leave us a, an audio message if you feel like doing that. Because uh, we got yeah, uh, an cool. account on there as well. That'd be yeah. cool. I wish, sometimes I wish we lived in the States where you can um, you can get like a Google number and stuff like that, which we can't have in Canada because of the CRTC. Yeah, thanks, Trudeau. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Oh, okay. 
sorry, I just want to uh, see if this song has that title <laughs> in it because I'm so curious. Uh, e, no, eh, uh, <laughs> is it? Where is it? Oh, no, it's not. Anyway, forget it. The song's, the song's called Western Union, which is, you know, is, a, is a message song, but yep. it's not. It's a good song, though, by the way. Well worth the wait. Was it well worth the wait, everyone? I, don't know. I hope fine. you enjoyed that. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to the show this week. This was episode 327. We only have 327 more to go. Yay! Before we're freed. That's our community service we're work free, done. We're free. It was this or pick up litter for an hour, and we decided to do this yes. for six years. Before th- <laughs> that's right. It was either that or go to jail for two weeks. I don't know why we chose the six year one. Mm-hmm. Pretty dumb. Anyway, bye. Thank you.